He thought justice had been served. A loose cannon cop busted down to bust duty. He took on the criminal underworld and won. But now... Rumors are bound that Big Bad survived, and he's hired the meanest assassin in the world to hunt down Hank Ryder. To survive, Hank has to get back on the buses, drive the roots of pain, and issue tickets to hell in Bus Justice 2, Double Decker Dropkick, featuring new character John Thick, coming 2021 to a cinema near you. Welcome to Shark Select. Everyone, and welcome to Shark Select, recorded on location at the shed at the bottom of the Wizard's Tower. This episode is sponsored by the Wizard's Tower's new exotic bump plug exhibition. No, you can't look at it! Yes, welcome to our podcast. I am Winstolf and I am joined by Ryan! Hello. <laughs> that was sexy! And also, from across space and time but still also in the shed, it's Stu! Oh wow. We are a weekly gaming podcast, uh, dubiously at this point, recorded under orders from a bunch of worryingly bizarre wizards who live in a firm, satisfyingly rigid tower. If you enjoy the show, please don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever podcast service you use, and help us reach more people. If you would like to contact us with any ideas, feedback, or just for a chat, then we can be reached at ShartSelectPod on the Twitter and all other sociales. We also have a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash select where you pledge to gain access to our extra drip tray episodes along with various other gubbins. Telling them you forgot the update. Yes! Let's get on with the update part of the podcast. Uh, so, Patreon. You all know how it works. You donate money, you get things back in return, and you fund your favourite podcast or product or whatever, and you get and it improves over time using your kindness. Well, what if we told you that our Patreon is changing? Yes, the wizards have decreed that we're allowed to um, lower the tiers a bit to make it a bit more accessible for people, which is nice of them because they're greedy cunts. Uh, so, $1 tier's going to pretty much stay the same, isn't it, I think, Stu? Maybe a couple of... Uh, adjustments, but what was previously the $5 tier is now going to the $2 tier, which means you, yes, you, Frog, now only have to pay $2 a month for extra drip tray content, so it's never been a better time to get into the drip tray and swim around with me, Stu and Ryan in the effluence. Yeah, you um, get all the backlog as well. Hmm? You get yes, all the other you get previous to... ones, there's some pretty decent uh, drip trays as well, aren't yeah. Yep, that's exactly it. It's a backlog, and you get to back up onto Stu's log. Um, I don't know what that means. It just sounded vaguely filthy. Uh, but yeah, basically, there's a lot going for it. Really, it's never been a there's never been a better time. But so those changes will be made soon, and we will let you know on Twitter when that's done. Uh, so yeah, how's how's that? It's good, that, isn't it? 
Not Fair a nice enough. idea. It's, it's nice of the wizards to decree that we people can save some money, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've just just uh, to pull back the curtain. I've just replied to a tweet from PC Gamer. <laughs> okay. It says uh, it says still as much fun as it was in two thousand and six, and it's a picture of none on, none other than Dark Messiah, Might and Magic. <laughs> what? How yeah. on brand? Yeah. So I just <laughs> commented and put a I put an amazing game and Master Fenrig features in our epi- in our in every episode of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my Dark Messiah is where I made my gaming debut. See, it's probably what you'd say if he was in the room, but he's not. He's upstairs. In fact, they've not come out of that bump plug exhibition for a week now. Yeah, they've had the. They had a little holiday and then he went straight back in there, all three of them. Yeah, I think I saw Master Cumbrag walking up there with two two buckets of lube at one point, which is a bit worrier. But uh, yeah, I thought they could just summon lube, but apparently not. They went they went and bought it from a, a sh- shady sex shop in the middle of the haunted forest. I heard it's runoff from the gym. Oh, it could be. Yeah, Goro's gains. They just going straight down. Yeah, it's going scrape off the people working out there. I hear Bungle's got a bit feral though. They can't get too close to him now. He actually savaged three people the other day. It's because of all, his, all the roids he's taken. Yeah, it's just a fucking. It's like it's just hench now. It's just a wall of meat with a with a weird costume bear head on top. Which sounds like well, sounds like one of Stu's more unusual fantasies. So he shaved uh, his fur off. Only on his chest. Don't know why. He's got loads of really weird tattoos, like Zippy getting bummed and stuff. So you can see his uh, pecs and his chilled abs, probably. <laughs> He's got loads of prison tattoos, you know. How has he? Yeah, like a Russian gangster. <laughs> Must be from when he was before uh, Rainbow, then. Yeah, because I think, obviously, he met Jeffrey and he went clean when he met Jeffrey because Jeffrey inspired him to do good things instead. Mm. Yeah, well, but, Jeffrey's uh, not about okay, him, Jeffrey. Well, exactly. I mean, that's what worries me. Without the steadying hand on the rudder of Jeff, Jeffrey... I think he's going to go back into uncharted waters again, guys. And he's going to take Zippy and that sw- sweet-natured George boy with him. It won't take long, much to convince Zippy of anything, though, was it? Yeah, he's a fucking anarchist, isn't he? George, though, George is quite nice. I kind of worry about him. You'll be like, <laughs> hey, you, bungle! Like that. He's just, he's just being led down a dark path, isn't he? Like, yeah, yeah exactly. He just gets abused, doesn't he? What next? Heroin addiction, George! It's not a good situation. Anyway, I want to talk about something really cool, guys. Maybe he's on uh, tranquilizers, that's why he's so, like, <laughs> mellow. Maybe, maybe. Maybe he doesn't even know it, either. Like, maybe, like, Zippy's, like, giving it him when he... He's yeah. Maybe, yeah, Z- yeah. maybe Zippy feels intimidated by non-tranquilized George, so he just keeps him down. Well, he's a hippo. Hippos are fucking dangerous, aren't they? That's true. He's got the most powerful bite of the Rainbow Crew. Like, many, yeah. uh, many pounds per square inch. He could probably just bite Zippy's head off if he wanted to. Hey, fuck you, Zippy! <laughs> Just shoots his head off. Mauls him. What the fuck are we on about? <laughs> okay, guys, I want to talk something really. Podcast for fuck's sake. Gay gaming? Yeah, gaming. <laughs> who's, in, who's into video games? I'm not. Fuck video games. Anyway, I want to talk about the cool thing. Can you let me talk about the cool thing, please? So, as people well know, on the other side of the spooky forest, there is a f- really opulent town called Nutsford. And we are friends with a podcast from there called Grief Burrito, yeah? Yeah. Now, recently, they did a uh, sexy episode 69. And I might have sent in a cursed fanfic about Stu and the ho- one of the hosts of Grief Burrito has totally getting down to the bone zone. Uh, what's your thoughts on it, Stu? Interesting. <laughs> what's your, uh, what your initial reaction to help me through it? I was just laughing at it mostly. 
Oh man, I was so excited when I heard the other episode. I was like, yes! Oh, it's dead good. And then it got even better because one of their fans, Ross Cook, actually drew a webcomic based on my filthy fan fiction about Stu. And oh my god, I've never been any happier. Stu, could you put it as the pinned tweet on your on Twitter so people can find it easily? Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be our pinned tweet. You need to check it out. Honestly, I woke up that morning and looked at my phone and I was like, what the fuck? And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, I've seen it. That, it's that lip bite that gets me every time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the horny lip bite when you see Stu in all his thickness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so good. When I wrote it, I was actually cringing out of my skin. I was like, I can't finish this. I was going to go into great detail, like um, a Mills and Boom book of like, throbbing members and things like that but it was too cringe <laughs> I was ma- I was actually making myself feel a bit sick I was like no I'm just going to write they totally go to the bone zone at the end <laughs> it was like, I can't fucking do it yeah, get as much detail as describing how many veins on each of his dicks I've got I might have to do that for the sequel where uh, Ryan and Jordan hook up but uh, <laughs> for now I couldn't do it I I was, I, it's like, just for a bit of context, I've known students about 2001. Uh, it'd be fucking weird if I started writing about my best mate's dick in the fanfic. But <laughs> it was funny, though, wasn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, please check that out. It's probably my crowning glory, that is. That's probably the great, the high, the, that I've peaked. There's, yeah. It's like Stu with his puns that he was doing the other day. Oh, about, yeah, that was uh, good, wasn't it? What about was it? Henf- Spider-Man. That Spider-Man. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jim Aunt Jody Ray. Jameson. And way. way. <laughs> what was J. Jonah Gamer? J. Jonah Gainerson was it? As other... Oh, that's a good one. I put J- Jim. I, I, I Jim Jonah Jameson. So it could Jim, be Jim. I've got it. Jim Broner Gainerson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want pictures of that Spider Man in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, J. Jonah Jameson. He's a, he's another patron saint of the podcast with Arthur Morgan, isn't he? He always makes me laugh to talk about him. So, yeah, that was very exciting anyway. I know me so happy in all my life. Yeah, I found the blade! Doors underneath the witch tower! Yeah! Oh, down down here, it's gonna be out of the boys as I go flushing down the thick boy tubes. I'm going down here. Oh, ooh. all this down here? Some kind of magical suspicious fluid. Some suspicious fluid through now. I'm gonna just try some in my little bottle here. Oh, oh, that, that tastes. That tastes like. Wait, it's. Come? Oh, wait, it has been. Alright, so. Uh, with that, with with gushing over the uh, webcomic and the fanfic out of the way, and believe me, I gushed, um, it's time for a part of the podcast that gets you, the listeners, gushing every week. Uh, with your compliments for Ryan and also just physically gushing over Ryan. It's time for Ryan's motherfucking surprise. <laughs> Take it away, Ryan. Just a quick question. What's it like being a heartthrob, Ryan? Yeah, what's it like? It's amazing, yeah. Okay, you're, 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 like, you're like Zac Efron. Yeah, or <laughs> like Harry Styles, Ryan Styles at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, no, yeah. years ago he he did look a bit like Zac Efron, but he, I mean, I think he'd have to go to Goro's gym a bit to get looking like him now because he's a fucking unit. But uh, know, he's yeah. swole now, isn't he? But <laughs> but yeah, Ryan is the heartthrob of Shark Select, without a doubt. <laughs> Listen to you, old bashful. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, stop! He loves it. Stop it, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> I do love it. Okay. 
so here we go. We have a surprise for you. Indeed, today it's none other than lost AI written script that I found and we've not I've not read out to you before. It's a bit off brand because it's a Christmas one and we've <laughs> recorded in July, but who cares? But did you break into the uh, wizard server room to get this? No, no, no. Rummaging there, uh, rummaging in the old emails that he sent to me. <laughs> nice. And there's one here. So the Christmas on Christmas. <laughs> Interior. Small town snow globe refinery. We see a single mother refilling snow globes with Christmas juice. She is widow. Her husband died in every war. I refill globes better than Jesus Claus. Yet still my twins are dad free. Why? They need double dad. <laughs> double dad. Double daddy. <laughs> Businessman enters the shop. He wears clothes that cost money. <clears throat> His hands are briefcases. And he's Hallmark Hot. <laughs> Hi. Do your... Do, oh, hang on. This is single mother. <clears throat> Not a businessman yet. Hi. Do your snow globes lack wet? <laughs> Hurry. Christmas attacks soon. <laughs> businessman has flashback to when he was business boy a Christmas tree explodes his family on purpose <laughs> now he hates trees and Christmas and explosions he exits the flashback <laughs> businessman shut your sound I am from huge city I bought your land and I am turning it into an oil resort rude behaviour this is a family business. I sell families. I am widow. My husband is now bones. Single mother points to her husband's bones in the corner of the room. They are all gift-wrapped in eggnog. Businessman. All of my wives are bones. That is America. But I must make money for my twins to live. They are a prince. <laughs> Single mother. <clears throat> I too own twins. Please, don't have bought my land. Christmas is today. <laughs> Businessman. Laugh. I bought Christmas and now it is never. Unless we go on dates. <laughs> I cannot date you because of a snow curse. I pray Santa helps me. Santa <clears throat> cannot help. She did not know, but Santa was her husband. Santa is bones. Bones help nobody. The end. Uh, that is amazing. What the fuck? I was like, she looks at the bones in the corner. It is her husband. So, okay. That was a good one. I enjoyed that one. Uh, what do you think of it, Stu? Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Well, I like it. And I didn't mind it being Christmas because in the famous words of Wizard, uh, who is a, a wizard, by the way, <coughs> yeah, it should be Christmas every day anyway. Can you imagine how much of a nightmare that would be? <coughs> yeah, fucking hell, imagine. Your bank account would never recover for one thing, would it? Yeah, Opening you'd have to spend day. Christmas oh. Day buying stuff for the next Christmas Day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to have like a dedicated three hours on Amazon and then spend the rest of the day having Christmas dinner with your family and do it every day. Every every evening spent Christmas shopping again. The fucking novelty will yeah. soon wear off, won't it? Never to cook Christmas dinner every single fucking day. I wonder if anyone's ever written a gritty fiction about this. 
The wizard's like, curse. <laughs> just like a really dystopian, like <clears throat> depressing story about Christmas every day, and have to yeah. deal with dealing with the reality of it. Yeah, exactly. And that wizard, it. and there's wizard with his weird blue eyeshadow that takes part of his head. Oh man, it'd be horrible. No, fuck that. Fuck that. That's a, that's a very dour ending to that story. I was discussing if it was Christmas every day and fuck it. But yeah, I like that one, Ryan. That was good. The AI, the AI keeps giving. Oh, we keep on taking, taking from the AI. So, yeah, that was good. So next up, um, guys, I've got a mission from the wizards. But before I tell you about it, Stuart, are there any voicemails today? Are we all right? Uh, yeah, one sec. One sec. Oh yeah, there's one. Yeah. <clears throat> Come on then. Oh, hello. It's uh, it's Big Bear here. Uh, I've just seen to phone you if you've got any uh special uh products in stock. You see, I'm trying to get swole, but Goro won't let me on the machines twenty four hours, and I need some chemical assistance. If you see what I mean. Just fucking, just fucking give them to me. Why won't you answer the phone? Fuck you. <laughs> Shit. Was that Bungle? Like, must have got the wrong number. Yeah, it sounds like he's going fucking feral. Sounds like he's fucking juicing, anyway. Yeah, I'm kind of worried. I mean, I know Goro can keep him in check, but as long as he doesn't get start getting some um, shark testosterone from Sprucey, we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah true. Oh dear, that would be bad news, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, I just hope he doesn't come this way looking for Steads. We're in trouble. I can't fend off a fucking four hundred and fifty pound man bear. It's just not possible. After. <laughs> Throw Stew into his path to uh, make my escape. And she's <coughs> got massive fists now instead of claws as well. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's got a massive oosh! Like fists going on. Like that pig in Family Guy. Has that pig got fists? He's got uh, Rain and Bro on his knuckles as well. <laughs> yes, he has. <laughs> Fucking vicious he is. He's very dangerous. <laughs> and an exclamation mark because he's got a spare one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So then, but on, on to the wizard's mission for the day, now that that's out of the way. God help us. Uh, the wizards have decided, even though they've got libraries full of spell books and uh, books to raise the dead and other books that we're not allowed to look at, um, they want some more magic spells, but as reference from video games and pop culture. Yeah, most of those know. books are catalogues, though. Yeah, just Argos catalogues from like 20 years ago. <laughs> Well, that and like Anne Summers catalogues as well. Oh God, they've got so many Anne Summers catalogues. Yeah. What are they even doing with them? They've got a room full of fucking exotic bump plugs already. And uh, don't forget Dan Summers as well. Got them as well. <laughs> Dan <laughs> Summers. <laughs> All right, why not? Why not? <laughs> Caters to both. <laughs> was it Dan. Man Summers? Man Summers. Yeah, it works as well. Uh, I, I don't know. I think I like Dan Summers. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Dan Summers is good. <laughs> yeah, hey, fair enough. Those wizards have got tastes, man. They want to experience everything, I suppose, don't they? Yeah. In and around their bumholes. So, um, yeah, they want us to glean a list from pop culture and video games, whatever they are, to uh, <clears throat> read back to them. I don't know why they even do this. They won't even read it, you know. They never do. They'll go, oh, thanks for that. And then they'll just go and fucking put it on the side. I don't, like, I'm, I'm surprised they, act, they, they actually what? listened to us on the last few episodes. <laughs> <clears throat> Come on, Ryan. Something's got you giggling. Uh, I was, I was laughing then. It said like a, like an underappreciative dad when you get a really... When a page of your picture, Daddy. Oh, that's nice, that. I put it straight on the side or in the bin. 
That's what my dad's done with his Christmas presents for the last 20 years. No matter what I buy him, he's like, oh, thanks, I'll watch that if it's in the DVD. And about 10 years later, you go into the cabinet under his telly and it's still there in cellophane. Like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> I bought him a 3DS once and he didn't fucking touch it, so I robbed it. <laughs> it's my 3DS now. He asks every now and again, what happened to that uh, 3D thing you bought me? Oh, I don't know, Dad. You must have buried it somewhere. <laughs> do you know what it's fucking called? 3D thing. Fuck yeah. It's mine. I gave him I, I gave him that Nokia Engage I bought off Stu years ago. <laughs> Never seen that since. He just squirrels it away somewhere. So that's me, Dad, you've still got that Nokia Engage. What's that? The Nokia phone you can play games on. Oh dunno. So like, fuck it's probably fucking landfilled it or something, it's useless. Right, okay. So before now I finished talking about my daddy issues. Let's get into it. <clears throat> um so yeah. As Paul Daniels said, uh, that great mage, Sir Paul Daniels said, it's magic! And that's what we're discussing today. Um, let's start with, Ryan, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Um, got, well, obviously, they know the generic spells anyway, so a lot of these ones are the ones you wouldn't normally find in a basic wizard's library of spells. Yeah, of course. So, But I've added <laughs> one anyway because it was a good spell. It's, it's the free spell from Dark Messiah. Yes. Uh, waving around with two cold hands in front of you. <laughs> but you can freeze like people instantly or freeze the ground and then they'll slip up and ragdoll off cliffs. Yes, that was so funny. Yeah. I remember that. Watching orcs ragdoll off the edge of massive cliffs. Um, the two frozen hands in front of you, it looked like he was holding two fist dildos in the cross in front of him, didn't it? Yeah. They didn't yeah. look like real hands. So Fenrir would love that because he, he has a lot of fist dildos. Mm. You can put them to good use. Yeah, uh, but obviously, just I haven't mentioned on the list, but Dark Messiah is one of the best animations for a fireball spell as well, because you sort of build it and form form the fireball while your it. hands are on fire. Yeah, also it's the you game that it. famously featured Master Fenric, so you know. Shame's not on the box art. It should be Dark Messiah featuring. Master Fenrig. It should be. Fen Master Fenrig presents. He presents. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely should be. We're not just saying that because we want him to let us go, so we have to keep flattering him. But it should be. Uh, what's the next one then? Uh, Mayhem from uh, Skyrim or the Elder Scrolls. Oh, it's a illusion spell, and you cast it. And if you do it with an area effect, it just sends it makes everybody angry and start fighting each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> That was well fun, that one. We had some fun with that. We went to the middle of this really busy city and just unleashing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was the one I was thinking of then on Morrowind, where you can just, because you can make your own spells, couldn't you? Yeah. So you just make it like a massive area and then just fire it into the middle of Vivek or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just do it like on, on target with a uh, area of effect of like 100 or 1,000 feet or whatever. <laughs> and then it's like mayhem level 100 and it's like, and then they all just. Turlich, it was like watching The Purge or something like that. <laughs> it turns into a British town centre on a Friday night. <laughs> Fucking love it. Um, it reminds me of a spell I made on Morrowind. Uh, it's more of an enchantment, but it counts as a spell. Enchantment? It was uh, the jet fighter shield that I made. <laughs> it, was oh, a yeah, yeah. it was a shield <clears throat> with like three times speed, or ten times speed, it's went ridiculous. Uh, flight... Uh, and basically if you activate you mean levitate that's the one and you could just fly around like a fucking jet fighter when you had it equipped so it's just called the jet fighter shield like <laughs> flying around but the problem is when you landed there was a cloud of fucking cliff racers after you yeah it's but, coming, oh, coming no. for miles around <laughs> yeah. it's fucking bait to those seagully cuds it's like oh no there's so many you behind you it's like there's so many of them so I had to open my console and kill them all it was such hard work 
<laughs> I did like um, the full openness of a, of Morrowind, where you didn't need to load to go into the towns and things. Yeah, I missed that, you know. Because that's what obviously they took that out of uh, Oblivion, the uh, the old levitate spell. Yeah. So you couldn't do that, but that's that's another good spell on its own. Man, Morrowind was probably my favourite of the Elder Scrolls games. I spent hours and hours and hours on Morrowind. My character was a bad boy. Yeah, at the time it was good, but I reckon it'd be it'd be a fucking chore to try and play it now. Oh if, yeah. If it was if uh, Skywind ever came out, which is basically man the fan made remake of a uh, uh, Morrowind with the Skyrim engine. That's been going on since Skyrim came out, though. I know, that's what I said if it ever came out. Well, it's all right. Uh, they re-release they re- Skyrim every fucking gen anyway, so it's still relevant. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to the Skyrim PS5 and Xbox Series X release. Give it time. It'll happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, the same Elder Scrolls had a few good ones. We've got a few more in the list as we go down there, so that's good. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Oh, of course, staying on topic. Uh, Foos! Radar! Sorry, Ryan. You alright? Sorry, I just find him across the room. You alright there, mate? Yeah, no, it's not technically a spell, but it's something they could learn, I guess. It's kind of a spell. Yeah. You couldn't do it, like, every day, so it's got to be a spell. It's, of course, the uh, ragdoll spell, isn't it? Yeah. Just uh, say it, ragdoll people. <laughs> yeah, you, it's a spell if you get the mod for the uh, PC version, where you change it so it's it comes out of your hand as well, so you cast it more often. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I'd add. So I remember. It's just, just like. Phew. So I remember. I think Stu was playing it first, and we were watching him. And when you first got it, it was all upgraded. It was just boosh, and, it was, yeah. and that was quite funny by itself, just knocking, staggering people. And then when Stu upgraded it, it's like fucking hell, guys, come on, look at this, and just like firing people downstairs and stuff. I know my first playthrough. I didn't go. I didn't go and see the greybeards for ages. No, I didn't. When I found out that, I was like, fucking on my way. I'm going. Yeah, stop what you're doing. Going <laughs> straight there. On a similar note, it's not a spell, but um, the Spartan kick in the Assassin's Creed Odyssey does the same thing, and it's fucking well funny. Yeah, I, did, I, I played the other day, I had loads and loads of guards attacking me. I was like, oh, fuck this. So I climbed up to the highest roof, and the, do you know what they all follow you? Like, all the guards are well agile, like in all the Assassin's Creed yeah. games. So they all followed me up, and I was just booting them off the roof one by one. Like, even ones that were like 10 levels above me, just killing them. It's like, this is Sparta! This is Sparta! That's a kick them off. You have to shout it every time, don't you? It's the rules. Yeah, yeah, of course. Anyway, yeah, back to spells. Sorry about that. It's alright. I've tried to add some good ones from uh, World of Warcraft as well. No, that's fair. Educate me, Daddy. There's so many, and I couldn't really think. But just to name a few, you've got Bloodlust, uh, Shaman spell. What's that do? It's their their, ultimate one, Shaman. It increases your um, damage and attack speed by 30%. Nice. For 40 seconds. That sounds good. And it also makes you grow, so everyone gets really. You mean like engorged? And taller. And oh, right, yeah, yeah. 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 I thought that's what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, that's fine. That sounds pretty dece. Uh What else have we got? Lay on Hands, Paladin, World of Warcraft. What's that one? Uh, it's the Paladin's ultimate heal spell. Uh, it's got a 10 minute cooldown, but you cast it and instantly you heal. Somebody to the equivalent of your maximum health, which is a lot. Nice. So, uh, where do you lay your hands for it to work? On the buttocks, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Spread the cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> Just grab both of the ass cheeks. Like, you have to do a good yeah, slap heal. grab. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just healing you. Oh, carry on. Yeah. Are you supposed to be fondling? Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's all part of the spell. <laughs> 
fucking paladins, perverts they are. Um, okay, that's fair enough. What else have we got? Oh, God, I like the next one. Yeah, I, did, I added these. The three, the only three spells that you ever use in Dishonored. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, blink. <laughs> they, they teleport short distance. Yeah, short range teleport spell. Yeah. Very useful. Uh, possession. Yep, I use that to possess guards and walk past other guards and then pop back out again. Yeah. That's mainly what I used to do. And then choke them when yeah. you do it, yeah. Or possess a rat and uh, go for a vent. When you possess the guards, when you come out with them, you appear behind them and then choke them. I always like to imagine that Corvo just pops out the bumhole like mist, reforms, and grabs them around the throat. <laughs> Where were you? I was in your bumhole all along. No! That's how the possession is. It goes. Turns yeah. into smoke and goes up the bum. So it's like, ooh, something just went, ooh. And then you take, then he takes control of you. And then when you pop back out, it's like you just, it's like doing a big fart and then he chokes you out. No, no, there you go. The other problem is his cloak smells of farts for a while. It's fine, the fry has no friends. Uh, would you use that spell, Stu, for your own game? Yeah, let's see why not. Popping in and out of people's bottoms in mist form. Why, like, why yeah. not? And uh, the other one is um, time manipulation. Well, oh, yeah. stop time. Yeah, we'll fully upgrade it. It's like, oh, that courtyard's full of guards. I'm getting across there. Oh, yeah. Stop time. Stop time. Just walk, walk past. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how I got past the... Um, when you get back to Dunwall Castle, that's how I got through the courtyard. Well, I used to, like, um, stop in time, and then you just, like, shoot <clears throat> everybody in the head. Yeah. And then the bullets just waiting, and then you just unfreeze time. And then it's like, just all the bullets spread, and everyone dies. It is very cool, isn't it? Yeah. Ah. Arcane are very good at doing cool games. Talking of which, briefly, have you seen the new game they're releasing the next gen? Is it Deathloop? Yeah. That sounds yeah. weird, doesn't it? I like the grindhouse visuals, though. It looks pretty interesting. Yeah, it's just something like you're getting, you get killed every day or something, don't you? But you have yeah. to progress a bit further. So you have to assassinate eight people, but you die and go back to the start. So it sounds, it sounds interesting. I'm sure Arcane mm. will make it work, because they are good. I don't think I've ever made a game that I disliked. I wonder if it's a play on uh, Prey Moon Crash. Was that similar, wasn't it? Yeah. You're supposed to, you're supposed to die, but it, it, when you restart, you have all the resources and stuff <coughs> that you've collected or whatever so far, and then you, so you can get a bit further each time. I wonder if they were just, test, just yeah. testing the uh, testing it out then. Must have been how they were testing the idea for Deathloop. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I have to wait and see. I'll, I'll probably get it anyway. Yeah, that kind of shit's fascinating, man. All right, so fair enough. Back to it. Sorry about that. Well, I keep derailing us. I'm just excited to talk about things. Next up, then, we've got Polymorph from a mage from World of Warcraft. That's turning into other animals, by chance. Yeah. So yeah, you just want a sheep, don't you? It's sheep, but you can get <laughs> yeah. loads of other spells, so you can turn them into, like, penguins or toads and all that stuff. There's loads. It reminds me of a... Black cat, turn them into black cat, like. Imagine of a D&D campaign I played once where we had a wizard in the party who was fucking well overpowered. He's like Ryan, fucking stat-abusing stat metagamer. And uh, if we were up into battle against literally a fucking five-headed dragon and he turned it into a hamster and then stepped on it. Boss over. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> None of us even got to do anything. It's like... Like Ryan. If you did that to a dragon, say, and then you went to loot it, would all the loot be like really small because it was on the dragon, now it's on a hamster? Either that or it's just unfeasible physics and you're just pulling full size things out of a hamster's bum hole. Which takes me back to Shadow Facts in um, Oblivion. Shadow just, That's the one. Stop derailing Facts. us. That, that's Gandalf's one. <laughs> you can knock out a horse and put things up his bum. I mean, come on, that's worth derailing for. Um, real anal fixation this episode. Sorry about that, everyone. Must not have had me Weetabix this morning. So, moving on. We've got done Polymorph. Arcane Blast is next. It's a very, very mage spell. 
obviously it's arcane. And it's a blast. And it's a blast, mm. but it uh, increases in strength and mana cost for each time you use it in a row. <coughs> so you use it twice, it doubles. You use it three times, it goes like 300% or whatever. And then four times, it's 400% more powerful. So it drains your resources more, but it's more powerful. Yeah. That sounds pretty yeah, cool. So if you machine gun it, if you're like well high level, you can probably just do a shed load of damage with that, right? Yeah, but it's all about um, um, resource management if you're an arcane mage. Oh, okay. So it kind of leaves you exposed if you go if, the top. Yeah, if you do that, you use do a lot of arcane blasts, you'll definitely be the top damaging DPS in the group, is what I'm trying to say. But if you then you'll run out of mana, then you'll have to stop and wait, and then you'll be no use to anybody. So you have to like mix mix and match and know when to max it out or just run it so a little bit quiet. Once your mana runs out, you don't get any more then, basically. You Not until the encounter's rest, over. So. Ah, right. Or okay. use a, another spell to bring your mana back. Ooh, sounds very tactical. You guys used to spend so long on World of Warcraft. You're like fucking pros, you two were. Remember that time when. Stu basically catfished somebody and uh, someone fell in love with him. And he lured them out into a, into the woods and then Ryan, was Ryan. And killed them. Uh, yeah. That was Ryan. Yeah, that was Ryan with his... Um, he had a blood elf, didn't you? And it was like some alliance yeah, some guy alliance. attacking a town. Some alliance thirsty boy. Sorry, yeah, some high-level like, fucking thirsty boy. He started uh, following me about, so I'd kill... I'd tag <laughs> an enemy to start killing it and then he'd run over and kill it and started, like... Forward yes, slash start... flirt with me and stuff like that. And... Yeah, so you're doing like a dance for him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Like in the background, I'm like furiously trying to log on to my... Okay, um, okay. <laughs> log on to my uh, like level 80 hunter and trying to get over to you as like, fast as I can. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Fucking like, just as he... <laughs> Just as he's like killing stuff for you, I can like bounding over the hill, like sending my pet in and stuff. And like one-shotting him. And then you both danced just... over his corpse. <laughs> yeah. No, he did a bubble, didn't he? And then he started crying inside his bubble. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Oh, that was so cringy. Yeah. So like, why? Why? It was basically like, the quilt of real life is Ryan seduces someone, lures them into an alleyway, and then they get beaten up by Stu. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a real life equivalent, that is, yeah. Very strange. So next up, we've got Chameleon in the Elder Scrolls games. Which Was that the, basically the stealth suit one? The one? Yeah, the one that made you partially invisible yeah. but you could interact with stuff oh yeah whereas invisible did, made, yeah. You made you invisible chameleon made you so you can still pick up stuff and steal stuff so you could break the game if you got like a 100% chameleon spell <laughs> yeah because you're just invisible anyway <laughs> yeah but then you can still interact with everything nice and no one can ever see you doing anything yeah as everyone always plays as a stealth archer anyway that's probably a good spell to have I've only, ever, I've only ever played as not a stealth archer once, and that was no twice. I made a good mage in Oblivion, mainly because I cheated and consoled it to make give myself decent stats for once. Mm-hmm. And, and in Skyrim, I played as a Nord with a sword and shield because I felt it was quite on brand for the Dragonborn to be a big scary yeah. Nord. I, I made um, on Oblivion. I made a battle mage once. Is he the one that looked like Colin Farrell? No, no, but yeah, I did with the creator like character that made looked exactly like Colin Farrell. I think you just called him Colin Farrell. I did, right? yeah, yeah. I don't know how I managed to do that, but yeah, it looked weirdly like him. Well, Colin Farrell was the one that put the next spell to great use, which is, of course, if I said to you, what spell's that? 
It's none other than a paralysis. Yes! If we go way back to episode <laughs> one or two of the podcast, we discussed paralysis, yeah. or as we call it, paralysis. Uh, it was, was it Stu said paralysis? Yeah, yeah it yeah. was. The uh, paralysis spell. <laughs> the fucking what? <laughs> Classic Stu. Uh, in, in, I remember in Morrowind, all it did was make you freeze on the spot like musical statues. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, we get to fight squibs. That's it. Yeah, those little wormy dudes. Just yeah, be walking, yeah. minding your own business, walking through the woods with your claymore out, doing a little march to yourself. Then you're there. Oh, for fuck's sake. And you've been frozen to the spot for five seconds because of a fucking worm. Yeah, yeah but if there's loads yeah. of them attacking you. Yeah, there's about two or three of you attacking you. Yeah. yeah, but they couldn't even hurt you that much when you got high level. So we just stood there like, this is fucking ridiculous. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, Oblivion just made you um, rigid, but then ragdoll rigid. And then if you, you got it right, you sort of bounced. Yeah. Like if you were dropping jelly. Because when you were calling Farrell, you made a spell where you cast it on yourself. Yeah. So yeah. you jump off a, jump off stairs or something, cast it, and go blah, 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 down the stairs. Well, just, land, <laughs> just, just fall over solid and bounce down the <laughs> stairs. But that but obviously casting it increased your illusion spell, so that's why I used to just do it. And also because it was funny. Yeah. Now I've seen guys. I've actually seen the wizards here doing this. I've seen Master Fenrig do it and just like roll down the stairs for a laugh. I don't know why. I, I, I've never got anything better to do. It's fucking ridiculous. Must be a mage thing. Yeah, I've seen Master Cumrag jump on his back as he does it and ride him down like a sledge. <laughs> very strange. But yeah, paralysis. I think it's very on brand for Shark Select. It's a classic old old reference, isn't it? Yeah. Do love a bit of paralysis. So next up, um, we've got quite a few spells from the Final Fantasy games, because there's a lot of them, because they're a very famous fantasy game series. The first one being Ultima, which is basically big green nuclear explosion. So you get it late game, typically, and it's just a one-way one-way spell to defeat most enemies. So, oh yeah, I'm going to fucking cast Ultima. And that's it, game over for a while. But in one game, I think it was Final Fantasy Tactics, which is the sort of isometric sort of strategy one, which was very good. There's a, oh, yeah. a class called an arithmetic where you use formulas based on like level, HP, MP to target different enemies. And you could break the game with it because if, if the same character had Ultima, all you have to do is keep playing around with the formula until you targeted every enemy on the map, cast Ultima in an instant win. It's like, <laughs> yeah, baby, fucking Ultima. Or if you get a double material in Final Fantasy VII, just cast it twice in a row. It's like, this is nice. This is what it's all about. If you had that arithmetic guy but you were shit at maths, were you fucked? Yeah, if it was me, I'd be knackered. So hang on, let me do some maths. Hang on, hang on, cover me, cover me. I'll get my calculator out, the notepad, hang on. So that's there. Carry the one. And then I'd be, we'd all be dead by the time I got anything fucking cast. Don't ever let me be the arithmetic, guys. Let Ryan do it, he's quite good at it. Unless it's under pressure. <laughs> I can't do it, guys, I can't do it. <laughs> Stop looking at me. <laughs> yeah. Stop leaning over me. Next up, also for Final Fantasy, is a spell simply called Frog. Can you guess what it does? Turn into a frog. It turns you into a frog, which is great when you cast it on the enemy, but when they keep doing it on you, it's fucking irritating. Because when, when I play, let's say, like Final Fantasy VII, I, I, I try not to rely on magic and summons too much. I try to get them so they're a, the regular physical attack is quite powerful, which is great until they turn into a frog and you're doing one HP damage every hit. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake! And it's the most annoying thing on earth. Yeah. And there's Cloud as a little frog. I've got no fucking time for that. So yeah, frog's definitely worth a mention. As is the spell something known as Bad Breath. Um, which is, there's a plant called a Marlboro, which is like a big tentacly mouth man. 
and he's got terrible halitosis, and when he uses it on you, he casts every status ailment on you in one go. So you're a blind, silenced, confused frog. Um, it's all f- oh, poisoned as well, and it's fucking annoying. He may as well just quit the game if, 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 if they catch you on the way with that cunt. Oh. It's just a regular enemy as well. That's the most annoying thing about it. It's when you're a coward, it's like, no, 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 running away. Got no time for him. Fuck that. Um, so, next. Stu, do you want to talk about the next one? Uh, shit necromancy spell on Oblivion. Yeah. So this is the Mage's Guild quest. I think we mentioned this previously, haven't we? You go for the Mage's Guild quest. And like this, is it Molly Maro he was called? The uh... Oh, the Worm King. Or yeah, the Worm King. Oh, yeah. He's a terrible necromancer. It's like, oh, building him up for ages. I've got to fucking get him. Here he goes. And you go into the cave. And it's just a high elf in a black robe and a staff. And it's like, I'm Molly Maro. And then you kill him. And they get his staff. And it's like, all right, fine. He was shit. But his staff might be good. And yeah, it raises people from the dead. But they just sort of... Oh, Hang around for a bit and then die. There's nothing exciting about it. Yeah, I think it does, doesn't it? See, Some yeah. bellend just ragdolls back up onto his feet and follows him around blankly for a bit. It's like, oh, this is shit. It's like Dagothery in Morrowind. Build him up for the whole game and it's just some lanky twat with a mask on in the cave who talks like a friendly American man. Hey there, I'm Dagothery. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I made a gi- I found this giant dwarf mech. Yeah, it's fucking Dagothery. was well disappointed. It's a silly hat as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. stupid like Aztec mascot. This is the problem with a lot of Elder Scrolls games. The last boss is nearly always really disappointing. I never got to Fine. the end of uh, Skyrim. What was that boss? Never completed it. No. Did you complete it, Ryan? Yeah, it's the uh, dragon from the start. Oh, was it him? Old Thomas the Tank Engine, if you modded it. Yeah. Well, at least that's something, I suppose. What was the last boss in Oblivion? Uh No, that was Morrowind. Which one was Olivia? Oh, um, it's a dragon, wasn't it? No, it's probably some Daedric cunt, wasn't it? Oh, it was. Yeah. No, the king turned into a dragon. Oh, it was the Mirun's Dagon. That's it. Yeah. Big yeah. thick boy stomping about the in the weirdly empty imperial capital. That's right. Yeah. Doing minimal amounts of damage, he just wrecks a church. He was. To be fair, he was quite polite, wasn't he? Really, he, he, he must have stepped very carefully. It's like Godzilla just fucking trashing everything. Like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Do you take off her voice again? <laughs> no, how, how did it go? I just did it without thinking. Hey there, I'm Dagothur. <laughs> I found this dwarf mech. <laughs> I live in a volcano. It's like fucking poo, wasn't it? Time for you to dance at you. Yeah, he did a dance. Little dancey movements. I do a little dance. It's good for my cardio. <laughs> He's a fucking bell sniff, wasn't he? The only good thing was you got the keening and the sunder, them ridiculous weapons. For yeah, them. but they had really poor. Um, Durability, as I recall. You have to keep repairing them every five minutes. Mm. But I did use one of them to kill Vivek, a little cunt. In one's but... just a shiny dagger and one's a shiny gauntlet. Oh no, a shiny hammer, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And the hammer goes... Doop, 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 doop. Yeah, one's a like tiny... A little... It looks like a tiny blacksmithing hammer. Yeah, you have to do a really quick animation. That's like it's just tapping. Yeah. The Keenan was like... It looked like a crystal held by... Uh, brass handle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, you think about it, they weren't very cool. Were no, but they? the stats were really good, and you needed special gauntlets to wield them. Yeah, it was all about being a werewolf for me. The, 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 the moment I got a blood moon, and you, be, you could become a werewolf at will. Nothing else really mattered. I killed so many major characters. Se- there was two. There was a secret gauntlet. One. There was a, the main gauntlet, which is like a dwemer-looking gauntlet. Yeah. And for some reason, there was a second one, which just looked like a. Um... It was yeah, Daedric. 
A Daedric, Daedric one, glove, yeah. but it was just yeah, it was another one. That one was Vivex, wasn't it? The Daedric glove. Didn't he have the other one? As I recall. Uh, he had parts towards it. to make the second one. <coughs> it started off somewhat random. It's like a secret. It was like a secret mission, and he had to kill Vivek to get it. And there was the dwarf fella in the spider legs. Yeah, the thick boy with the spider legs. He was involved, wasn't he? Thick dwarf spider legs. Yeah, this is, talk about a game that's like eighteen years old now. But <laughs> well, we are old. As Pixie no, Podcast yeah. keeps reminding us, we are old now. Hey there. Oh, how many times do you have to bring that up in his last episode as well? <laughs> Stop calling me old. <laughs> oh yeah, the, <laughs> if you listen to his last episode, we, he keeps saying "Last of Us" was "Last of Us." Oh yeah, the last of us. <laughs> hey, <laughs> play that last of us. Yeah, in the cast in the castles, the castles and last of us. <laughs> the last of us were in the castles. <laughs> Those parsty blinders. Yeah, we love you, really. Listen, the greatest. Uh, what is it? Uh, greatest game soundtracks and all the games about four years old maximum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, guys, really? You never played, say, Streets of Rage or Sonic Two or any sort of. I think Sonic got a mention. Well, uh, that's even Quake Two. Quake Two. <laughs> Quake Two, yeah, Un- Unreal Tournament. Sony Hawks Two. Oh yes, most of the Final <laughs> Fantasy games. I bet you didn't mention them. Fucking Nobuo Uematsu, one of the best gaming composers of all time. But no, I guess. I Need to Speed it, Underground Two. So what, what? Just out of curiosity, here, what did he list? Uh, Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Last yeah. of Us. Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, Skyrim and Oblivion. I mean, Skyrim and Oblivion. There's maybe an argument for fucking Uncharted and The Last of Us. Yeah. Oh, Red Dead Redemption Two. That's got a good soundtrack. I'll give him that. So you, you you wait until you get to the end of chapter three. They had Last of Us one, Last of Us two. Yeah, that was. Uh... I've not played the Last of Us two, and I don't want to play the Last of Us two. Uh, but the Last of Us one didn't have a particularly memorable soundtrack that I can remember. There's some song that made um, Infant Dinosaur cry. So, <coughs> oh, some guitar oh. song. Infant Dinosaur. Yeah. I didn't think he knew how to cry. I thought he was like the strong one that carried Pixie in Call of Duty. Oi oi, pants! Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm best not getting. I'm, I, I, I don't want to get too involved in the the pasty blinders. They're dangerous people. Um, anyway, we're supposed to be talking about um, spells, aren't we? Yeah, let's get back onto summoning dead things. The, what about the necromancer spells in Diablo 2? They were cool. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You could just like basically resurrect like thirty or forty. <laughs> yeah. Random stuff following you about. When, yeah, when, when I used to play it with you guys, I was a necromancer, and I passed. I had a cloud of skeletons around me at all times. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I yeah, you could have um, a cloud of skeletons, and you could have a cloud of like stuff you'd brought back to life as well. Yeah, big old demon yeah, boys. You, and have stuff. A, you have a load of skeleton boys, and then a few skeleton mages and skeleton archers. <laughs> yeah, and then you get a few undead other things with you as well if you're next round you don't need to do anything <laughs> I was just sat in the middle like go forth my pretties it's just a bit scary at first when you're not quite as powerful as the other players and you're waiting for them to kill things it's like Ryan go oh, kill that what... big thing for me <laughs> yeah yeah you get poison over as well yeah that was a good spell true but it was mainly all about skeletons for me just going, eh! why do skeletons make that noise by the way is that's it... the bones creaking that is is it I always thought it was because of skeletor but yeah, they go, and they play uh, little songs on the ribs like a xylophone. You have to do that if you're a skeleton. You do, yeah. Yeah, as long as you agree with me. That's what it's all about. So um, I was uh, 
Was I? I was an elemental druid on there. Yes, I remember. Diablo, yeah. Because you uh, can touch me. As usual, you somehow made a really super strong character. <laughs> yeah. So you should remember poor tube of Squidzilla Inc. getting on the wrong side of you more than once when you were that druid. No, no, that was that was my first that was my first ever barbarian I made. Um, level forty I was, and he he wanted to challenge me to a duel with his level sixty werewolf um, druid. When you think that's that's a lot of levels difference. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't think I'd beat him, and I was like just messing around, and then I was like, I've got a minute. I might beat him here. I've got him on the ropes. I've got him on the ropes here. <laughs> Whirlwind in the way with me uh, um, barbarian. And then I beat him, so I kept his ear. I was like, yeah. <laughs> kept it for ages. And then straight after, he quit, deleted his character, and then made a barbarian. Oh, tube. <laughs> Stay in your lane, man. Yeah. Knee-jerk reactions. And then, and then um, meted it, it up so he'd win. So it'd be better or something, and then power level through with that. <laughs> ah, the old days. So then I made a druid then. <laughs> but went with elemental, and then that had um... Please tell me you beat him again. <laughs> I'm right not sure. <laughs> I can't remember. But I, it's got had a spell that you cast, which basically just had a vortex around you. Constant swirling I remember debris. that one, yeah. And you could just run run around and level without having to cast any spells. Just do an area of effect on everyone who yeah. got close to you. So next up, um, I just remembered this one the other day. The Conjuration spell from the Elder Scrolls. Like, it starts pretty poor. You summon one of those fucking creepy-looking scamp motherfuckers. But towards the end of the game, you could summon, like, a big crocodile boy. I forget what they were called. Was it Daedroths? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, don't mess with me. I'll summon a big crocodile boy. And it was fucking well good. That's it, yeah. They were thick crocodiles, weren't they? They were thick crocodiles, yeah. Do you remember those thick crocodiles, Stu? Uh, yeah, I think so. Swolligators. Just summon one of them bad boys up. And what I liked as well, which was in a Morrowind for the spells, but they sort of got. I think. I'm not sure actually, but I never made anything that did conjuration, but did they get rid of bound stuff? Um. Yeah, I think they did. Because Morrowind, it, you could summon any old weapon, couldn't you? Yeah, I remember Stu's character made a, a ring that had bound armour and battle axe <laughs> on his. Um, uh, like a constant effect on a ring. So you can walk around like a civilian, and if anyone started any trouble, boof, you're in combat mode. Yeah, but he just had it equipped, and then on his hotbar was always a bound battle axe. And it obviously did the same damage as Daedric weapons, but it didn't, didn't weigh anything. Yeah, man, that's a good exploit if you uh, could get that kind of gear, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, I like it, I like it, I do. Uh, how fucking weird were scamps? Yeah, they are weird. Yeah, fucking weird, aren't they? Little weirdos. Yeah, like, they're not the kind of person that sneak up behind you and touch your bum. Yeah, they definitely do. They're not like, not like, oh, you little scamp. It's no, like, Ugh. it's like they should be called creeps because that's what they are. Fucking creeps. Don't like them. They're cunts. Moving on. Sorry about that. Um, so a couple more Final Fantasy entries I just thought of uh, yesterday. Just thinking of them now. But um, Petrify does what it says on the tin. Turns you into a statue. Which is great if you get some low-level enemy and you've not prepared for, for this section of the game and it turns your whole party into fucking statues in three turns. It's like, <laughs> great. Should have bought some fucking remedies for that. Uh, well, How do you take a remedy if you're a Well, if one, if one of your other party is still kicking, they can toss it to you. Otherwise, you've oh, right. Or you can have, like, equip, equipment that protects you. toss you off if you're a statue. Yes, the um, much like that time in college, Stu, when you and me went to that art museum, and that strange guy that joined us for the day wanked oh, off yeah, the statue. Person. Yeah, we've we mentioned person, have we? No, you, 
he was some straight. I think he was. I think it turned out he was a work experience kid. Oh yeah. And he was. We, we just thought he was somebody else, or do we? Yeah, he looked well like another guy <laughs> in our in our um, group. I don't say class because it was college, and you don't have classes in college. But he looked well like somebody else. What was he called? Whitey. He looked like Whitey. Yeah. Whitey. What was his catchphrase? So like ee or something. Yeah, it was like cheese. That was it. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically... but he came and sat on our table, didn't he? And we're like, oh, well, I don't know why White is wants to be mates with us now. Yeah, he's been started. Uh, <laughs> he started winding Melv up with us, didn't he? Like, hiding his buddy box and stuff. That's so right, yeah, like, so instant got, mate. <laughs> yeah, like, well on board with anchor around with this new guy. Yeah, <laughs> come on, person. Uh, yeah, he yeah, went to a statue he... in a posh art museum. Yeah. And then he Convinced made me you to snort, snort some. Yeah, snort pepper, yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> and then halfway around the trip, we were like, um, uh, where like someone asked us where Whitey was, and it's like, oh, he's just he's just with us there. It's like, no, he's not here. He's not come on today or something. It's like what? It's like you had that moment like Metal Gear with yeah. the elevator. Like, who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> was he still there when when it was revealed why he wasn't there, or did he? Like, he wasn't. Sleep, for, he wasn't fortunately. Or did he just like sneak <laughs> off into buses? He's like. He's never here. <laughs> but then we went back to college afterwards, and to kill some time between, like when when the buses came, or whatever, we were just looking around in the computer room on this fucking chat site called was it Chat Tower or something? Was it Tower Chat? <laughs> That's yeah. right. And Mel was uh, hiding in the garage trying to lure women down there for cyber sex, <laughs> and he joined us in sabotaging his efforts. And he was like he was like a hero, wasn't he that day? And then and he showed us steak and cheese, didn't he? That's right. He introduced us to that grim mess, and then we never saw him again after that. Man. He was gone. He was like a dream just for a day. Dream. It's like he was a dream made manifest like Final Fantasy X and then he was gone after that. I mean, Stu often fondly remember him. Yeah. Mm. I remember that day person showed up. Good old person. If he, if he was real and not just a weird shared dream, he could have been the fourth host of Shout Select. That's how much we loved him. Oh, well. What could have been, Stu? What could have been? So, yeah, anyway. That was petrifying, wanking off the statues. And then we've got a spell called Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> and what Zombie does, you cast it on someone, and if you cast it on the healing items, then hurt them. Which is fucking great fun. So, the best use of this spell is the last boss in Final Fantasy X. Whether it was deliberate or not, I'm not sure. It's, well, like in all Final Fantasy games, the last boss is basically a god. Uh, I don't know why they have to do it. They always have to one-up themselves, like, oh yeah, you thought the main baddie was the baddie. No, it's actually, um, God! Uh, yeah, and at the end, you can cast Zombie on him and then just chuck a revive, like a Phoenix down reviving item at him, and it'll kill him in one hit. I'm not sure if it was deliberate for the narrative, in that he was just a weak creature after it all, but it was a bit of a cop-out. Because <laughs> you well, you wouldn't not do it, would you? It's like, oh, I can't be asked fighting the last boss. Fuck off. Zombie, Phoenix down, dead. <laughs> but yeah, that was Zombie for you. Have some good fun with that. Uh, next up, one from... Do you remember Black and White? Yeah, vaguely. It was the Lionhead game uh, about you're a god and you've got a little animal, a big animal that helps you out. Uh, and there's a giant spell you could cast on it to make it ginormagantuan. That's right, yeah, you picked one, didn't you? Yeah. You picked an animal at the start. I wanted like a cow, yeah. tiger... A monkey or something, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Mine just used to fall asleep on everyone's like fucking houses, though. <laughs> What's that, right? Wasn't it like a sheep or a rat? Might have been. Uh, mine was the cow. Yeah, I used to just nod off on villages, which was really annoying. <laughs> and what mine did, I grew him ginormagantuan. Do you know what he did? He walked up to the granary and took an earth-shattering shit on it and smashed it to bits. So what the fuck did you do that for? 
And so the guy's like, oh, I've got to curl one off on the roof of this granary. So what it should do then, if it was going to curl one off like that, you just shrink it down again. I don't I, I, then I, I, just there was no option. It, and then, <laughs> then you could pick up a little turd. Yeah. And then we could grow it back again, otherwise you've got a massive shit to deal with. It was kind of like when a dog goes to do a shit on the carpet, you're like, no, 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 get him outside, get him outside! That's what it was like. <laughs> they said she was about 300 feet tall, so that wasn't an option. <laughs> get outside, go on, go on, scrum! It's just like, curling one up. Also, I mentioned that one, it's quite, it's quite fun. Unlike the rest of that game, which wasn't. Uh, but that was just me. Right, how would you get pup- how would you get um, stall outside if you started like taking a shit? You wouldn't be able to move him. Same no, thing, no. yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be able to. Just despair. <laughs> I'd, right. I'd um, dive underneath him with like something to catch the turn. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and the turn just slaps your face in slow motion. And kind of like, like in the anime. Yeah, I'll try and open the bag so we could just shit into that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shit what, into a poo bag. Huh? What a lovely conversation. Uh, Summon Imp from Dungeon Keeper. We like that one, don't we? That nice one, like you just spam. It just like create like an infinite amount. If but, you like after a while, so would start. Yeah, but they start they die if they have so many, don't you? So just yeah. like a puddle of imps, just like continuously like being summoned and dying. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they had a pretty shit life anyway because they just slap them about all day. Yeah. But uh, it was fun creating them. Just watching them go and fire out with your little your floaty green hand. Oh. Say I did like Dungeon Keeper too, but thinking back, I don't know whether it's just rose tinted glasses. No, it's still good. Honest. I played it like a few months back and it is still good, man. Get my pet dungeon on the go. Just cheat and get infinite money. It's, it's the happiest day of your life. Just watching the salamanders went at the casino and doing disco dancing. It's the fucking best thing. Mate, it's wholesome. It's good for you. Good for your feels. Take it from me. All right. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. The next one I'll put in all capitals because it's very important. It's one you guys want to discuss this one. Which one? Oh, uh, Force Lightning from Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, man. It's the ultimate display of evil power in its chair. Wasn't it Force Crush? Well, there was that as well, wasn't it? Yeah, Force Crush was nasty, man. Where he just picked oh, yeah, up Force and... Crush. It's one shot, everyone, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking more of Force Lightning because I was just made to think of Emperor Palpatine going, <laughs> just firing his uh, evil lightning at people. Doing his Although you only got Force Crush on the last, ep- last level of. Uh... Is it two? It had Force Crush. Yeah, it's like the, the last act, wasn't it? Third act. Yeah, I remember you only got to use it for like ten minutes. So. Ah, KOTOR 2 with its fucking broken storyline and glitches are plenty. Still a fun game though, I did like to. Yeah, yeah you managed I'll... to unlock it on the last level and then that was it. You got like ten minutes out of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, say, I, I remember one more than two, but I did enjoy two. But yeah, I mean, it's just the, the petty morality choices maybe left in that game. So I will no keep your reward. Or, Stick your reward up your ass. I'm gonna bum your dog. It's yeah, like, all, all it was um, keep your reward and here's some money. Yeah, like ultimate good. It's like it's even too good for me, and I always play good. Apart from Elder Scrolls and Fallout, I like to play slightly evil in those. Not fully evil, but just slightly evil. Just for a cunt, basically. I like to be a cunt in Bethesda games. I kind of want to do um, to play it again, but try and keep as neutral as possible. <laughs> the neutralizer. <laughs> you are Switzerland. Uh, yeah. Well, just play with a play with a fucking vibro blade and a pistol. No, you can still use a lightsaber later on. Neutral saber. Yeah, it has to be white though. 
white yeah, dress. Yeah, but you don't get yeah, any of the powers, do you? No, you can use... You, in the later ones, you can use any of the powers in one of um, them. But depending on your alignment towards the dark and light, you can't... <laughs> some of them you can't use, or some of them you can, but it just costs a little bit more. So you could effectively <coughs> use heal and force lightning at the same time. Uh-huh. You could have that guy in Futurama when uh, he's about to die. Tell my wife I said, hello. <laughs> the neutral yeah. planet, wasn't it? Sound, yeah, all... the, sound the beige alert. Yeah. All I know is my heart is maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you should do that. That would be a fun journey. So, yeah. What have we got next? The dimension swap from the Soul Reaver games. Uh, that was... Okay, anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, the dimension swap in Soul Reaver. So the story is, you're a vampire bloke called Raziel, yeah? and he gets his wings before his master, so his master chucks him down into the abyss, basically, and breaks him. But he's still alive, well, kind of alive, he's like a wraith. He's like a wraith with knackered wings. But part of his being brought back to life by the Elder God is he can shift between dimensions. So you're wondering about regular Nosgoth, as a... Uh, for a while, but then to solve certain puzzles, you can morph to the dimension of the dead, where everything's slightly different and also twisted. It's really cool. I can't really describe it in any better detail without playing it again, but it was really good. Do you ever play Soul Reavers, Jay? No, I don't think I did. I mean, maybe played a bit of it on a demo. It was really good. The voice acting was very good for the PS1 era. In the in the era of take this key card, it was next level. That's some really good voice actors in it. But yeah, the, the, the dimension swap mechanic was well good. Uh, now go, but... I said go! Uh, uh. See, you see, when he appeared in the remake, I was quite sad that he didn't go uh, at any point, but never mind. They just put real voice acting in. So yeah, that was dimension swap. Next up, we're going to the popular world of that, that boy who does magic and stuff. His name is Harry Potter. Don't know if you know about him. You heard of him, Brian? He's quite famous. Yeah, he's a bit bellend, isn't he? Shit, <laughs> shit uh, wizard. He's a shit wizard. He's a shit mate. He's a shit mate as well. I'll say that about him, right? He's not a very good person. <laughs> Let's face it, right? When you watch them back, how much of the work does he actually do? I think you'll find it's ninety percent Hermione that does all the good stuff, <laughs> and, and he just and he just rolls up and gets the credit like, "Oh, I'm Harry Potter." And Dumbledore's like, "Oh, fucking well done, Harry." Uh, that's not what a Dumbledore sounds like, but he should do. Uh, oh, Ali, you're a favourite student. You're fucking sound, mate. It's like, mate, it was Hermione that did all the work. I can, you can clearly see it. She does all the research. She's there in, on the front line. And what does Harry do? He sulks, moans about Malfoy, and then blunders in and saves the day at the last minute, the angsty little prick. But anyway, less about him, more about his magic. First up, we've got the spell called Thectum Sempra. You know what that does? It basically cuts you. It's a spell that cuts you. It yeah. basically turns you into a thug with a knife. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. He uses it in, I think it's Half-Blood Prince, I think. The second to last one. And uh, he just cuts Malfoy open like a fucking kebab with it. Yeah. I mean, what a cunt. doesn't even know what it does and he uses it on him. It's like, it does, yeah. Harry, it's irresponsible little angsty fuckbag. Um, and he's also, of course, the famous one, Avada Kedavra, which just kills you. Insta-kill spell. My question is, my question is, why don't? Yeah, I mean, my question is, why don't they all use it? Like in the last couple of films, when they're facing off against the Death Eaters, like basically the 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 wizard Nazis, they basically um, use the ones like guns, firing energy beams. Like they even sound like guns. It's quite cool, actually. But why don't they just constantly cast a Vada Kedavra? 
Levanta Kedavra! Levanta Kedavra! Levanta Kedavra! Just trying to kill him all the time. That's what I'd be doing. Fuck. Trying to maim him. Yeah. If he's the only one that can stop your noseless overlord, fucking kill him. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, man. Voldemort's like, save Potter for me. It's like, fuck off, Voldemort. Just kill him. Job's a gun. Yeah. Dramatic, noseless tossback. But there you go. Levanta Kedavra. Should be used all the time. And now just nipping back to Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII in a minute. Vincent's Limit Breaks were a spell where he could turn into various monsters. But you lost you lost control of him when he did. So he basically became an, an NPC that joined you in battle as a scary monster. So he could be a lizard monster, a Frankenstein-looking thing, and the, like a demon. And there's another one, I can't remember what it was. But it was useful until you realised that some of his spells were, were elemental. So if we were fighting, say, an Ice Affinity boss... And you start using ice attacks, he'd be fucking full healing them every attack. It's like, oh fuck, don't let him use his limit break. And it's like, oh my god. So yeah, it's a bit flawed, but very cool. So I thought I'd mention that one as well. Well done, Vincent. Well done. Uh, as Ryan said at the start, we don't want to linger too much on common spells. But come on, guys, fireballs are fucking sick, right? I mean, yeah. we should just best, pre- best ones from Dark Science. I said that before. Well, that's true, yeah. I mean, you did preempt that a bit. But I just want to bring it up again just so we can appreciate. Here at Shark Select, we love fireballs. The more the merrier. We also love regular balls, we're not fussy. But fireballs, that's where it's at. What about furry balls? Furry balls, yeah, they're good. I mean, don't don't tell Bungle, though. We don't allure him in. But yeah, furry balls are good. Uh, we like all balls, don't we? All shapes and sizes. Another spell I, I want to mention is uh, the Chaos Ball from World of Warcraft Warlock. Do tell! It's, um, a, long, it's a long... Timed spell, but you can get buffs that make it instant, and it deals heavy shadow damage, and it always critical hits. Ooh. In the world of video games, a critical hit is what you want. Yeah. I don't know what the hell your hair's sick. doing, Ryan. Stop distracting everybody. Sorry. Right? Yeah. <laughs> His hair's like I haven't done anything. And All right, carry on. Carry on, story. carry on, carry on. Fuck. I'm sorry. Gosh. Right. Gosh. What about any kind of mind control spell? Because that's fucking sick. Yes, mind control is always fucking sick. If you could take over an NPC and make them dance like puppets, then it's definitely worth doing. Wouldn't you agree, Stu? Yep. What about uh, telekinesis? I think if I could have any spell, it'd be telekinesis. Yeah. What about face force? I don't know, man. But being able to pick stuff up at distance would be quite useful. What about Especially if yeah, you but you can multiple, with face force, can't you? If you could do multiple items, you could tidy your house really quickly. Well, why don't we meet in the middle, telekinesis via your face? So you look at an object and you kind of go, and focus on it. Maybe stick your lips out at it. Now like imagine like you're pulling a kissy face at a mug. And then the mug flies in the air. Then you lure it back in by just going, with your lips or something. What do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I just solved world hunger then. And you guys are like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. All right, any ones you want to mention, Stu? Um, Wingardium song. It's pronounced Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah, you're right. That's the one where you can make things float, essentially. Isn't it? Telekinesis, then. Kind of, but you have to say it in the spell. You have to you have to say Wingardium Leviosa to make Wingardium it float. Wingardium Yeah, that's what you have to do. Um, but it's... Oh, Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically telekinesis. Um, Isn't Akio the one that makes things come to you? That's, yeah. yeah, that summons Akio Bum. <laughs> Akio Bumplug. And then Master Ferrig's like flying backwards down the stairs, like, stop it, stop it. 
As it brings it into you. Uh, yeah, that's the... Oh, there is one Harry Potter called Joro with a hardening spell. Guess what Ooh. the wizards use that for? Yeah. Making things harder, generally speaking. Uh, I just wanted to mention that one because it was quite funny. Anything else we've missed? Uh, any last-minute mentions? Uh, reincarnation from the shamans on World of Warcraft as well. Just bringing things back to life. Bring yourself back to life, that one. Yeah, that's die, very useful. Use that, oh, you're back to life. That's very useful, to be fair. I think we've hit most of them on the head. Any of you want to mention, Stu? No. Fair enough. In those cases, guys, I think we made a comprehensive list of things for the wizards to ignore. Uh, they'll be yeah. happy with that. Fucking cunts. So, on the subject of ignoring wizards, shall we not ignore the wizards and spy on them with the crystal ball and see what they're doing? you got a crystal ball? Yeah, I've had it all along, did I not tell you? No. It's in the shed of mysterious... It's in the... Yeah, we're in the shed. The chest of mysterious items. Should oh, we... you've, you've always told me it was your crystal balls and made me rub them. Oh, yeah. That was just, I said that for a joke, Stu. I thought you were in on it. God. All uh, right. Let's get the old crystal ball out then and see what they're up to. Somewhere in the dark and nasty regions where nobody goes stands the wizard's tower. Deep within this dank and uninviting place works Shard Select. Hello. Overworked employees of the wizards upstairs. Stuart, milk me. But that's nothing compared to horrors that lurk beneath the trash door. Cause there's always shit games down there. In the dark. Waiting to come out. Ah, good job, Comrade, good job. I really liked the way you thrust it into the meat hole there. Very satisfying. What do you think of that, Master Wizard, eh? Yes. Yes. Yes! Harder, Daddy. Anyway, enough of that kind of talk for today. I want to do that thing we do sometimes for no reason. Let us leave the Bumpug exhibition room and head up to the tip of the tower to do video game tiering. What do you think, everybody? Oh, yes. Ah, yes. So, first of all, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Fuck it. Get in I'm there. going to talk about a game on Game Pass at the moment. I tried called bless unleashed bless unleashed yes it's one of those shitty korean mmos oh tell me about it it's a shitty korean mmo <laughs> very good <laughs> if you have disease big dog people called varg there's a human an elf and these little fucking things called tippins kippins Tippins. What do they look like? Cunts, I Little imagine. Little fucking hamster cunt people. <sighs> Horrible. I've got Horrible. One. I used to have one of those, but I lost it in my ass when I tried to recreate the pet shop boys. Yes, anyway. There's um, <laughs> uh, rudimentary classes. Paladin, Barbarian, Wizard. Wizard? Uh, hunter. And I think that's pretty much it. It's very, very bland. Ooh. Is it basically yes. what 
World of Warcraft was offering in its vanilla form over a decade ago. No, not even that. It's just a very bland MMO. <clears throat> I don't know why they bother. Have you, have, do you, have you played many of the uh, MMOs of the Asian variety? I have not played many MMOs at all. I played Warcraft for 20 minutes once, and that Warhammer one, where I made a Chaos Man on a disc and I skateboarded. Yes, well, it's uh, very crap. Very I... microtransaction-y. Uh... I played a grand total of half an hour, and now it's gone. Good riddance. I'm guessing where you're going to put it, but tell us anyway. In the fucking trash. Open the door, throw it in the trash, throw it in the bin, and shit all over it, it's in the trash. Sorry, I got excited. What was that one called? Bless Unleashed. Bless. 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 Oh. Like God bless you. Not less as in less viewers on this podcast guaranteed over time. (laughs) Self-referential humour there. Right, okay. Well, while the trash door is open, I would like to put a game in there too. Open wide, Bin. Yes, and let it sleuth all the way down to the sewers below. I sure hope nobody's in there. Uh, My game is 2009's Rogue Warrior. Oh! Yes. Do I need to go on? Yes. So Rogue Warriors, a 2009 first-person shooter developed by Rebellion Development and published by Bethesda back in 2009. I bought it on release and took it back the same day. It's poo. Describe you, its pooness for me. You play as a real-life fella called Demo Dick something or other, and a veteran seal. <laughs> Demo Dicks. Yes, his name is uh, um, Richard Markinsinko, a veteran seal, but his name is Demo Dick or something. Voiced by Mickey Rourke in the game. Oh. And it was poo. Really glitchy, and you could finish it in about two hours. Nice. So if you really wanted, you could buy it on Steam. Power through and then refund it for the three ninety nine it costs to buy. And I'm guessing it still wouldn't be worth it for free. Probably not. It was poo. To Full the... of cheesy one liners. It's like playing a B action, a B movie of an action film. Were they not even good ones like Arnie? No. Ugh. Straight into the bin then. Yes. Oh <clears throat> yes, straight oh, in the yes. trash. Well, you know what? Whilst the trash is open, let's go for a hat-trick of negativity. I've got them to throw down into the wastes as well. Into the poop chute. Into the poop chute. A couple of days ago, I downloaded a demo for a game on the Switch called Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet. Just because I thought I would try something different. It's based on popular anime series, you'll never guess, Sword Art Online. And the story is you're a new player in a fictional MMO, actually a single-player RPG, bear with me here, and you get, on your first dungeon raid thing, you unlock a AI assistant that helps you. Um, it's going in the trash. Um, it was crap. The, the graphics were quite nice, but the dungeons were super bland. Everything was just grey and angular. 
nothing exciting. Mm. The enemies were really annoying, and the aiming system is fucking terrible. And I was, even even with a decent control pad, it was really ugh, just ugh, just ugh, terrible. Um, the story was okay, I suppose, but it wasn't worth the pain of having to do all those dungeon raids. Ugh. If you like anime, you'll probably like the aesthetics, so I didn't mind it too much. But overall, yes, I'm going to pick it up by the scruff of its neck, hold it out over the pit, and that's just begging for mercy. Please don't throw me in. Please don't throw me in. I've got merit. I was just like, hm, fuck off. And I let go, and it goes, to the bottom of the pit, and it's dead. It's fucking dead. Any questions? No, no, it's fine. Three trash games this week. Very good, very good. Comrade, did you enjoy the the trash this week? Ooh, I love a good bit of trash. Oh, I've got a tingling on the end of my meat staff. It's how exciting that was. So, guys, do we feel like randomly leaving the tower for a laugh, or should we just go back down to the bumplug room? Yes, I don't need to try out that ebony bumplug with its with its uh, diamond encrusted rim. Yes, I'm going to try the one that's a fist, and when you put it in, it opens up like a hand and tickles you on the inside. <laughs> that's the <laughs> torture device, is the pair. Torture? Oh dear, some people are very prudish, aren't they? I know. Who these these people? Oh well, off we go. Come on, Master Wizard, back down we go. Oh. We've only got through two buckets of lube, we've got three more in the pack. Oh yes, let's go. Don't invite Bungle again, though. He's hard to get rid of. I'm sure he's smuggled one out in his anal cavity, you know. So, yeah, those wizards are still fucking weird, right? <laughs> they always have been, haven't they? What? Why did you make me rub your balls again, though? Um, even though the joke's out. Just to, yeah. see, if, just to see if you'd do it. <laughs> oh. It's an act of dominance. I am your alpha. I am your daddy. <laughs> Call me daddy. Ball daddy. Ball daddy. Yes, call me ball. Call me ball daddy. Go on. No. Please. No. <laughs> okay. No. Don't want to. So that has been another slightly disturbing episode of Shatter Selectifying, or Shatter Selectors, as it's called. Most loosely. What? Ryan's trusting me to round us out. Yeah, try to try it. See yeah, if I can yeah. do it. If not, you can take over. Start rambling. Okay, we have been Shark Select, Winstolf, Ryan, and Stu. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Winstolf. Ryan's at Shark Select Ryan. Stu is at Shark Select Pod because he is the he looks after the main account. Yeah, you can find all of the socials under Shark Select, including YouTube and things. Um, Stu, are you still doing the D and D? Do you want to uh, do you want to uh, mention that? Yeah, Friday nights on Squidzilla Inc. Uh, on his Twitch channel. Yep. Twitch.tv forward slash squidzilla Friday nights from around 8pm onwards. Yeah, you having fun with that? Still doing well? Yeah, it's good. We've got to the last boss in the dungeon and then Discord died on <laughs> Friday. So the last boss killed Discord. It meta killed you. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I'm sorry, Ryan. I, 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 I. So, yeah, we have been Shards of www.patreon.com forward slash shout select where the tiers will be changing soon to make it a better deal for you the listeners and with that said it's goodbye bye bye everyone say bye Ryan bye bye come back next time please yeah please. bye yeah bye bye <laughs>